When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Sports Complex with Patrick Davis on The Horn. Hour two here on the Sports Complex on a Friday afternoon, inching closer and closer and closer to the weekend. We're going to get to some NFL talk here. We'll talk about Brandon Staley. Now, I've been said he's going to be fired for a long time. And finally, finally, Las Vegas Raiders made it too embarrassing. They hired Brandon Staley. <laughs> they got <laughs> they had to, they had a show that they did not have the worst coach, <laughs> which I think they still did. But they, but yeah, they, they got fired their coach and their interim coach got another coach fired. Ooh. I don't know how many times that's happened. I think Jeff Saturday may have done that at one point, but Not possibly. Uh, we're going to get into that. Some picks for you for the weekend as well. See what we get into as we keep going. And of course, your text five one two four four seven three seven seven six, asking you uh, what's your favorite Frank Irwin Center memory, and also asking you how many bowl games will you watch? I'm just curious. I'm curious if you guys are fanatics who are going to watch as many as you possibly can, or you're two. You are Texas. In Texas. Because I'm saying two. I'm not saying one. I like the other answer we got earlier. I will watch most of them. Yeah. But I won't actively watch it. I'll passively It'll watch it. It'll be on. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah. But that, and that's, and I'll tell you, I, I'll probably watch a lot of fourth quarters. Okay. Like, I'll check, the, I'll be checking the scores and kind of have it on and, yeah. you know, just see, like, the, the game cast on while I'm doing something else. Right. And then if you're like, okay, it's a good game, I'll turn it on. Yeah, no, for In me, the second half at some point. But, I, I don't know if I'm going to make three-hour commitments right. to watch games, but if it's a good game, I'll watch the end of the game. Sure, that's fair. I'll, I'll also, I also watch a ton of basketball, and so I'll be watching basketball games. But if you're watching, you know, if I'm watching a 45-point Spurs loss, I mean, I flip over to something else. That's fair, yeah. No, that's what I was about to get into. Is this the time of year where I finally get to kind of take college football off my plate, my viewing yeah. schedule, and I get to insert basketball? So yes. we'll get to really dig my teeth into that. We'll get there. All right, back on the text line, my man Chan says uh, – I should watch a handful of games, primarily the Big 12 teams. That makes sense, too. A lot of people watch what you're more, you know, you've, you've played against them. And you kind of want to see how they end out their season because you, you look at them like Texas Tech playing tonight is more interesting because we played against Texas Tech recently. Yeah. See what Taj Brooks can do if he goes out and has a 250-yard game. And then you say, all right, man, Taj Brooks, wasn't it great when we kind of held him in check? Well, uh, he had 95 yards. I wouldn't we say we held him in check, but they I mean, also he, we, he, we held him under 100, which no one else was doing. Yeah, that's fair. But they've also been stewing on a 50 point loss since the last time they were on the football field. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see how they come out. Yes, uh, <laughs> he also says uh, definitely should watch Texas. Malik is a good fit there at Michigan in most Big Ten schools. I think Malik a uh, great fit at a lot of places. I don't know if I I think the problem with Michigan for a lot of people is there's a real uncertainty about your coach being there. Yes. And I think that is, for a lot of guys, maybe a hindrance of, I don't want to commit to there, and then immediately there, Jim Harbaugh goes to the NFL after on January 10th. Yeah, and why do I want to go play for the program that Harbaugh built up to prominence if Harbaugh is not going to be there? Exactly. So that may be one of it. Uh, we do have a texter that mentioned that apparently some of the official visits 
for uh, Malik Murphy are Oregon State, which I hate. Yes, uh, I know they were good this year. They're not in the pack. They're not in the Power Five. They're in the Pack Two. They're not in the Power Five anymore. So I don't like it in that because I feel like it's a step down because they're basically playing Mountain West teams. So he's he put up numbers, but no one will care. But that's his Out West option, right? That's his Out West. I think there's going to be other Out West. There options. will. There will. Uh, I think he has official visits again. I say UCLA is a team that he could go visit them after tonight. I like that one a lot because UCLA. I think a lot of these teams, you know, they don't, you know, they're they're more focused right now in their bowl game and they're doing that and they'll they'll move on. Uh, but yeah, so that there's also. Uh, uh, Baylor, Baylor, which is an interesting one. I'm not a huge fan of that. I think maybe as a California guy, he doesn't realize how far Waco is from from Austin, and I don't mean that in geographical terms. <laughs> Just I mean that in in everything else that that means that uh, if he goes, I really like Central Texas, and you're like, all right, but just gonna let you know. Get in the get in the time machine and head on over to Waco. It's it's a nice place for what it is, but if I was a college kid. And I was comparing the campus of Baylor to the campus of UT. I would say they're not quite the same thing. Yeah, cover your ears, Harge, if you're listening. Sorry. <laughs> we don't, we, the 254. Yeah, cover your ears, Harge. My bad. Just, he knows. <laughs> yeah. He knows we ain't lying. He's from there. He knows. He knows yeah. we ain't lying. Hey, and he lives here now, don't he? Yeah, right. he, he doesn't live in Waco. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then also Duke, which Duke is an interesting one. He could put up really big numbers at Duke. Uh, it's a coast team as well. It's, no, it's not his coast, but it is a coast team. Yep. They're over there in Carolina. It's also a really good school for getting an education at. So something that he could go look at as, okay, there's a great place for me to continue my education. Went to a great school in the University of Texas at Austin, and I'm going to go to a great school at Duke. That's another interesting place to go visit and see how you feel over there with uh, Riley Leonard leaving. I like that one a lot because I think he saw what Riley Leonard got to do and kind of the exposure he got by being a great player at Duke, which is a it, it's a great program. It's not an elite program. You don't consider yeah. them elite, and I think, I think he can do a lot of really good things over there. I like that one a lot. Uh, today I will not watch any bowl game that comes on ABC. I have direct TV. Get yourself some antennas. Get no. yourself some bunny ears. You can watch ABC without direct TV. You can get it. They're bunny ears. They sell them at Walmart for like $10. They've got streaming a la carte options too. You, you can you also can, ESPN. Yeah. If you have ESPN plus, then, uh, ESPN plus will carry. Oh, that's right. Cause ABC is an ESPN, ESPN property. property yeah. So they're, they're all owned by Disney. So they, they can do that. I get that. I get it's annoying with direct TV. I understand that, but there are ways around it. There are so no excuse to not watch games guys. Yeah. I find ways to find things. Direct TV does not have leverage over you. Remember but channel 24, one. We'll get you ABC. Oh. If you go on the bunny ears, you put in the bunny ears, your TV finds it 24-1, it will give you ABC. Got to go smack the TV a couple times. You don't. It's all digital. You know it's digital now, right? <laughs> yes, I do know it's, it's digital. digital. It's, there's, yes. no, there's, no, there's no fuzziness. <laughs> also, you're, you're sooner, so you can text your friends and annoy them because you're not on a streaming office anymore. Ooh, I hate that. I always have to turn my phone over during <laughs> Cowboy games. Yeah, and then you hear a buzz and you go, oh, I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't know if it's good or bad. Oh, I just check to see who's sent then, it. What's really funny is when that happens, you don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's good or bad, and then nothing happens, and you check your phone. It's like an email you got, right? <laughs> like oh, or it's like an ESPN update on another game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I don't know it's what like, that. Oh, was. thank God. All right. <laughs> uh, let's say uh, I'll watch the playoff games. That's it. All right. Appreciate that honesty. And, uh, Springsteen in '84 played Twist and Shout, uh, Beatles for an encore. The mezzanine was moving up and down noticeably. Never forget it. I like that. I like that. Uh, that's a good one. Back in the day, I know that I've had some friends that went and go, uh, saw him not that long ago, a couple, few years ago now, probably. Really? Uh, Springsteen at, I, I don't know, I guess it was still the Irwin Center, at the very end of the Irwin Center. They said it was an amazing show, even though it did not sound great. Okay, I was going to ask if he could still sing, yeah. No, okay. no, 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 no. It, the Irwin Center just never sounded great. 
Oh, like the we were at the point where gotcha. at that, the end of the Irwin Center, you had heard better concerts at that point, oh. and you were just like, "This is not great." That's oh. one of the reasons why they needed to move it because people don't want to play there as much. That's because they're like, well, "We want to play in Austin, but this building is not great." This is bad for our perception. Yeah, he uh, sounded like Jimmy Hart up there on the mic last night. Appreciate you, Joe. <laughs> the mouth of the South. The... <laughs> I did not have my megaphone in doing that. <laughs> uh, at the drum, UT Fall of 87. Bono shined a spotlight on me as I waved the white flag. All right. Cool. I did, I've never bought a flag to a concert. I, I don't bring props. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I, I used to, no, I remember when I was a kid, we went to see a band and, my, and I made my parents give me a lighter so I could hold up a lighter for an encore. Nice. Because I really wanted to do it and then I, I burned my finger. I was like, this is stupid. Now we just use <laughs> now our phones. Now we use phones. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have cell phones when I was... What? I know, I know. I mean, they existed, but we didn't have them. How did y'all... I don't understand. <laughs> Gotta see Rush at the Dog Bowl, like that. Uh, my last Frank Irwin Center was Jamie Foxx stand-up. Then he sang like three or four songs at the end, and I remember graduating there, too. We were always like, why? No one knew where to park. Could have kept that at the gym or Dragon Stadium where we played all the football games anyway. Yeah, uh, no, at Westwood, yeah. You, Julian from Westwood, that was Westwood. I went there too. We graduated there. Center. I think it was just a big, like, they're like, hey, look, we're at this big building and it's great. Uh, yeah, but it was annoying to get down there and you had to get down there early. I, I'm still, I, I know it's an unpopular opinion. What's that? <laughs> that I did not care one bit. My mom was mad because I was like, I'm not going. To graduation. To graduation. I was like, I don't care. Oh, and man. she was not thrilled with me that I was like, I don't. She's like, you're going. And yeah, because like, it's not for you. I know. And that's it's at, not like at now I understand that. Yeah. Until <laughs> like 30, I was like, I do, it's still. And honestly, for me personally, I still would never have done it. I no, do not care one bit. But believe me, it wasn't. I get, I get for other people. They were like this. And I'm like, you come on. I was going to graduate high school. I mean, it wasn't always a given, but. I yeah. felt like I was. The ceremony is not for the student because, believe me, the student knows how hard it was. They went through it. It's no, for it's the not, parent. It's not hard. I, I went through that with minimal effort. Oh, minimal effort. Come on. Did I? Yeah. It's not. I'm not a big fan of school. <laughs> <laughs> Every day when I wake up and realize I never have to do it again, happier day. That is a good feeling. No, no day at work is worse than the best day at school. <laughs> no, the best day at school was when the teacher was hungover. <laughs> Play. Turn off the lights and play a movie. Uh, Irwin's Inner Memories Journey with Steve Perry, Van Halen with Sammy Agar. Yes, I'm old. Uh, two, Texas, two bowl games. Uh, we'll watch in full. Big D from Big D Torres. Like that. Yeah, a lot of people, that's what I said. I think a lot of people are going to be like, I'm going to watch my team, but the rest I don't really care about. I think that's kind of normal. Sorry, bowl season. Uh, we can laugh out loud. I think that's for me dissing on Waco. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, I spent $60 on rabbit ears for Big 12 Championship. I did not get any channels uh, on 24 or 36. Okay, we'll tell you this, too. You have to move the rabbit ears and point them in different directions because you need to point them in the directions or you put it over to a window uh, and get it pointed in the right direction. If you point it towards and you get the rabbit ears pointed towards the uh, the towers, it'll work. And if it doesn't work, just smack your flat screen. It'll, Don't smack, it'll, the, smack the antenna. Sm- <laughs> But yes, you. They, if you move the antenna around, you can get better. You can get different signals. Trust me, I've done it. Done it. I have to do it. I've I've had I've had antennas running across rooms before. Hey. but I've always gotten the game. There you go. I've always gotten the game. Let's talk some NFL real quick, and we'll get back uh, to uh, the text line there. And appreciate you, Kevin from Elgin. I, I'm just telling. You, I've I've worked on these. I've done it because I've had to watch sports, and I've had very little money at points in my life. There you go. And uh, I will find a way to make it work. Sure. And I'm also the guy at the party who's <laughs> when they're like, oh, I guess we don't get the game. I'm like, yes, we do. Yes, we do. I will find a way. <laughs> uh, big news that came out uh, after the Raiders uh, trounced 
the Chargers 63 to 21, and it wasn't that close. No. It wasn't as close as 63 to 21. That is a misnomer of how much of a blowout this was. When I turned it on, it was 63 to 7. Yes. <laughs> uh, they, uh, Brandon Staley was relieved of his duty. They fired the general manager as well. They've gotten rid of a couple other coaches. Uh, he had basically, I think, Brandon Staley, this was too much too soon. He kind of moved up in the ranks very quickly. He spent one year as a DC in Los Angeles. The Rams with Sean McVay and then got the head coaching gig. He never seemed to have that team going on the level. The, the, if you look at his uh, his ranks of his defense, he's a defensive coach. They were always in the bottom, like, fourth of the league. Ouch. In, de- in total defense. God. He just he was not a good defensive coach there. And for whatever reason, if it was scheme or players or whatever, he could, they got good players. They got everything he could want, and he just could never make it work. Uh He's twenty four and twenty four is what his head coaching record is. And he with fumbled a, away the playoffs. Uh, ton, mean, an zero and one in the playoffs. Yeah, twenty four and twenty four with that roster, with yeah. a star quarterback. It doesn't make sense. With two star wide receivers, with a star running back, with stud edge rushers, like stud it, edge rushers that they traded for sense. for defensive backs that they paid a lot of money You're, for. Right, all of that, and he was able to go twenty four and twenty four in L.A. His magical solution: Les Eckler. Genius. Les Eckler was going to do Genius. it. Genius. So we saw all of that. Uh, Kellen Moore is not named the interim. There's different reports. I did read a couple things. No idea how proper this is. That okay. Kellen Moore may have turned down the interim coach. Really? Because he did not want to put that on a head coaching record. Because he still would like to be a head coach somewhere else in the future. And I don't know if he intends to be the head coach here next year or whatever. But he doesn't want to take over a team without a quarterback. That is down and out. And just go, I, look, I get it. We got a few games left. I don't want to be, my, I don't want my resume to start with, well, he was there, and then they lost three more games, yeah. and he sucks. Don't hire him. And the offense totaled 100 yards across those three games. But I want to ask yeah. you this, because you are a Cowboys fan, and I've always right. been one that I was not a huge Kellen Moore guy. Uh, I, I never thought he was able to use Dak the way Dak needed to be used. I think he tried to be a quarterback, and he tried to do he tried to live through Dak and play the game that, the way Kellen Moore wants to play the game, right. not the way Dak Prescott needs to. Okay. Now that we've seen – that he was able to put up those great numbers with Dak Prescott, and they put up a lot of points against bad teams but couldn't quite win the big ones, and that Dak Prescott was considered not the quarterback he needed to be, and people were wanting to move on from Dak. He leaves, goes to L.A. The Cowboys now. Dak Prescott is second or first in MVP odds. Yep, They're killing it right now. They're, they're still putting up those points, still playing great defense uh, offense without him. And the Chargers are not in the playoffs. Doing nope. terrible. Could not get this offense running. Austin Eckler went from a great running back to a terrible running back. He basically didn't fix anything. He only made the run game worse. Is Kellen Moore now need to take a step back and everybody has to take a step back from Kellen Moore? Not saying he's done as a coach or anything like that, but you know, people are still saying that he could be up for head coaching jobs next year. And if I'm looking at this, I go, he hasn't shown me anything. Because I, I wasn't a huge fan when he was doing things before. I thought the team had a lot of talent on it, and he was doing okay. He's not bad, but he, I'm not giving him a head coaching job. So I think there's a couple things to consider there, right? Because Dak was still putting up the yes, numbers with he was true On bad teams. On bad teams, and it was a lot of it was in garbage time situations where the Cowboys were already down by quite yeah. a bit. So those numbers are inflated. You can't tell a whole lot from that. The big number you need to look at is the turnovers, and I think that leads back to your point of yeah. how he was coaching Dak of this is the read. This is where you hit. Yes. This is the read. This is the play. 
and this Dak, is what I would do. This right. is what I would do. Dak would, like, Dak would drop back and fire it into a hole that wasn't there because yeah. that was the read. Yeah. Right. Whereas Mike McCarthy empowers him and all that. Um, I, this season with the Chargers is a little tough to tell. For I Kellen agree. Moore. I don't. I don't want to put that all because Justin him. Herbert wasn't right all year. He had the middle yeah. finger injury, and then it just the no, offensive line was Swiss cheese at times. And, I mean, and look, and I that's what I'm saying. I don't think that this should be the end of Kellen. Like I think Kellen Moore should get other opportunities. Yes, I just don't think he should move up from this. No, I don't think so either. I don't. That, think that's you, more my point because the team that I hear that the team that people are talking about Kellen Moore possibly you know people looking at he interviewed with them last year. Ooh, the Dolphins? No. No, not the Dolphins. No, head coach position. Head coach position. Ooh. A Ooh. team that cannot find another coach, probably. A team that's not going to get any tenured coach to go there because they have fired two coaches in the midseason already. Oh. The Carolina Panthers oh, are no. somebody that say, well, we may go get a young coach and try and do this because we tried to get two coaches with experience and neither one of them worked out. So we'll go get a young coach, and he'll be the guy, and he's an NFL quarterback. We'll get him. Does he run into the same issue, though, of trying to tell Bryce Young how to play the offense? That's what I'm saying. Of, I don't right. think it's a good hire, and I don't think he lasts a season there. Yeah. I just, it's because I think, again, it's you, the Carolina Panthers not going out and getting the right guy and just, okay, well, maybe this will work. No, throw that toy away. So, But he, for Kellen Moore, if he wants that head coaching position, he wants to go for it, and he doesn't want to wait for the right job because he knows, hey, man, I shouldn't be getting a head coaching job right now. Yeah. Then I don't know. And it, look, it also give Kellen Moore some credit for the Cowboys' success that he has helped this offense and all those players that were there with him become better players. And, you know, he's part of their success this season. I don't want to sh- paint the picture that he had nothing to do with it because he did help raise up Dak and he helped get a lot of guys. So I don't want to, like, that's the point. I don't want to paint Kellen Moore as a bad coach. No, Mike even said when he took over, he wasn't erasing what Kellen did. Exactly. I he, don't was wanna... just, he was giving Dak more empowerment throughout that offense. But that's why I think it's an interesting look right now at Kellen Moore. And what's going to happen in these next few weeks, if he's going to be able to make Easton Stick or, or uh, Max Duggan look like they should be allowed to be in the NFL? Who, ooh, who do you think he runs? Because Easton Stick did look good towards the end of that game, last couple drives. Yeah, but, but again, garbage time, right? It's, they were playing prevent defense with I the know, practice squad. I know, and that's what I'm saying is sometimes Kellen Moore's offensive numbers get inflated a little bit. Yeah, when he goes, he goes, hey, man, when they're not guarding your guys, throw it to them. Yeah, when they're playing 10 <laughs> yards off, we're running three-yard slants all day. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think it's an interesting look uh, for Kellen Moore. We will see more as the season plays out. If he's able to get one of these guys to go up, it'll help him out a little bit more. If there was limitations – that Brand Staley is putting on him, and it's something of team culture and all this other stuff. I just don't see. I for right now, I don't see how he has a path to a head coaching job. That's a decent head coaching job. Not after this season. I Not after so. this season. After and also after seeing what the Cowboys have done without him. Yes, it's a uh, bad look. Let's talk. Uh, let's go with the Texans game, and then we'll stop and we'll take a quick break, and we will go into some of these other games on Saturday. But I want to okay. talk about the Texans first, and we'll jump back to Saturday. All right. Uh, the Texans are playing the Titans. Titans are four point favorites. First of all, screw the Adams family. They're going to be wearing the Oilers stuff against the Texans. Oh, that is this game, isn't it? Yep. So screw them. Screw you guys. You're bad people. You're just bad people. (laughs) You're just bad people for doing that. It should be the city of Houston's. (laughs) So you're going to come out and do that. C.J. Stroud uh, is out. Will Anderson is out. Uh, Nico Collins is doubtful. Yep. Uh, Blake Cashman is out. Noah Brown, questionable. This team for the Texans, I don't imagine. I, I mean, I don't know if they're how much they're going to try and win this game. I mean, they're going to try, but this feels like a game that you kind of actually just go, "Look, man, we're just beat up. We just got to take a week to recover." Uh, if they win this game, it is going to be brutal, and it is it is the football gods telling the Adams family that you are you are the devil. 
yeah. for doing this to, to Houston and trying to rub it in their face that you own them and you're mad because they didn't give you a billion dollars to build a new stadium so you moved to Tennessee? Well, there's two reasons they're going to try to win the game, and one is those uniforms, and then the second is they're still tied for the lead in the division. They're not. They're, they're a game back in the division. Or they're a game back but in the division. But they're still right. very much in it. They're still very much in it. I agree they're going to try and win. When I say that they're not trying to win, but I don't know how much you can stick the guns out there and, and push when you, you know, you're just really, really hurt right now. Oh, you're now. hurting. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. So this game's going to be a matter of, you know, can this defense without Blake Cashman stop Tennessee enough, create mistakes, and I think you need turnovers. You really need to get to Will Levis in this game. If you're able to get to him and get a couple interceptions and get some yardage back and put Texas in field in position, then maybe Davis Mills has a shot. Yeah, I'd say be careful, though, because this Titans defense did hold the Dolphins in check once they got Tyreek Hill off the field last week. I know. And they're missing a lot of top options right they, now. They are missing all of the top yeah. options. <laughs> Dalton no. Schultz will be there. Dalton Schultz will be there for Davis Mills. Yeah. But that's the thing is I'm wondering with a – Dalton Schultz coming back from injury. If they're down 14 and a half, do you see Dalton Schultz in the second half? Ooh, maybe not. Like those kind of things. I, do, I just think that this could be a game where if it gets away from the Texans early, they just say, okay. Cut their losses. Yeah, and, man, we just hey. need to get healthy. Yep. Like we just never had a shot in this game. But there's only four weeks left in the season. I, I don't get know. It. I don't know. I get it. I get it. I get that you don't want to. It'll be, we'll see in this game. If, because I think, I, again, I'm saying 14 and a half. And that's a little bit where it's okay. Well, if they were kicking off to the Titans. Yeah. Do they play may... the Jags one more time before the season's up? Yeah. They believe they play the Colts twice more. Okay. So I think so. I, right. I have to look at that again. That's the only thing I'd be worried about. Oh, no, about. they don't play the Jags again. Sorry. Okay. They, they're one and one with the Jags. So they played them twice already. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, they still have some more games uh, that they'll be going up against uh, conference division rivals. The Jags are also, we'll talk about them in a minute, but they're playing a tough game. They could lose this week as well. Definitely. Uh, the Colts are in a game that is going to be tough as well. We'll talk about all those when we come back and more of your text messages. We come back here on the Sports Complex in the Horn 1019, AM 1260, the Horn app and hornfm.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Sports Complex of the Horn. Back on the Sports Complex here on the Horn. It's 512 Friday where we play local bands. You can go check out around town this weekend. This is Scotty B in the Hive playing Saturday at Saxon Pub. Wow. Go check out Scotty B in the Hive. I like that. I like that name. That's catchy. Like the name? Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, he's a, he's, a smart, he's a smart guy. Right. Knows his, uh, knows his marketing. That's easy to put out there. That rolls right <laughs> off the tongue. Scotty right B in the off. Hive. Scotty B in the Hive. Uh, check him out Saturday at Saxon Pub. All right. Let's get back. Uh, let's hit the text line real quick, and then we'll get to these games. Uh, but I do try and get to your text line all the time. Uh, Scarlett says, uh, those dog days of the offseason were 
where just when I watched football season was here. Uh, wish I was watching football season here. I'm getting me some popcorn and watching all the ball games I can, says Scarlett. I like that. I there like you go. That. Take it all in. Take it all in. Yeah, because you're right. That offseason is long, man. We don't appreciate it when it's here, but when it's gone, we miss it. Uh, ZZ Top several times. I've also seen ZZ Top several times at the Irwin Center. Uh, Rush, Metallica, ACDC, many concerts there. I did not see ACDC or uh, Rush. I did see ZZ Top there uh, multiple times. What a resume. Uh, ZZ Top rhythming tour. Rick Derringer opened. I don't remember Rick Derringer opening. I remember, and I was at that rhythming tour. I know I was there because I, I have a shirt from it, I think, still. Well, do you remember you were there? I was a kid. Okay. I was still young enough. Like it was a, I have a shirt that probably... It, like so, I I was a kid, but I was probably sixteen, seventeen, maybe. Sure. In that, uh, but no, but I thought George Thorogood opened, but maybe that was a different, uh, ZZ Top concert. Oh. I remember, maybe it could have been Rick Derringer. We have to get to the bottom of this. I don't know. I'm sure it's on the internet somewhere. And I'm, I, you know, what? I'm going to tell you, I will take the texter's brain over my brain of memory. There you go. Is as we have found out that me, 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 my brain, brain don't work so good sometimes. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, Chief Engineer. This is the good one. I'm, this carry uh, uh, from Georgetown. Carry from Georgetown. Okay. Uh, also wrapped the rabbit ears in tinfoil. It's a hack that is from Chief Engineer. Yep. So you know, I'm going to trust Chief Engineer on this one. There you go. And then if that doesn't work, just smack the flat screen. Stop smacking flat screens. <laughs> by the way, the sports complex takes no responsibility <laughs> for broken TVs by taking Jacob's bad advice. Just get that legal news out there. And if it doesn't work, smack it harder. Just so far, Jacob has <laughs> tried to get me uh, fired and tried to break your TVs, really endearing himself to the crowd. No, I just respect <laughs> our listeners, and I know they have enough common sense to not perform these actions. Oh, you respect them enough. Yes. Okay, that's great. I, 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 I don't trust. Uh, I'm very much of a we need to put warning things, warning signs warnings on everything. Warnings on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Texter says, more was less. Yeah, he's not too great. Kellen Moore to Texas A&M. I like that one. That's <laughs> I didn't see that one sneak in there. I like that. <laughs> and Jan says uh, Kellen Moore needs more time. I think he does too, I, and I think he needs to grow. And this is the example I'll give of why is we saw Sark have the same problem with Quinn Ewers that he was trying to put Quinn Ewers into what Sark wanted to do as a quarterback. Yes, that's a great example. And Sark has grown and helped, and now Quinn Ewers is playing much better, and he's had the offseason. So I think there is evolution within Quinn, uh, Kellen Moore. I think he can get better and better as he goes. I, but I just, you know, this season is probably a really big learning experience for him that, you know, as much as Justin Herbert is his friend, they go, you don't need to be best friends with the quarterback. Yeah, You need to be the coach that they need to have to advance their career. Because you should have put the fact that Dak Prescott is now an MVP candidate and Justin Herbert, and I know he's had injuries this season, but you were supposed to elevate him to that. And here's the thing with telling a quarterback how to run the offense or how to run a play is the quarterback never truly builds confidence, even if you experience (laughs) success because they're running your offense. It's never theirs. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Chief Engineer says, Jacob, you would struggle working for, for for him, I don't know, man. I'm a good employee. <laughs> You're a great employee. You just you, you get all the work because you get everybody else fired, though. Oh, the, uh, the, hey, come on, don't give out my strategies here. <laughs> give out the strategy. Uh, let's talk it's about easy some to of the, be the best when you're the only one. Let's uh, <laughs> talk about some Saturday games and get get to the Cowboys who play a huge game uh, on Sunday. Uh, let's talk. Uh, it, look, I like all the the slate of the Saturday games. I think all three of them have implications in oh, the yeah. playoffs and their big games. They may not be the best, you know, sexiest matchups when you have two backup quarterbacks, but Vikings at Bengals, uh, Caleb Browning, or Browning has played really well. He has. And so we think Browning has been playing really well. That defense for the Bengals is stepping up and getting better and better. Uh, 
We know the Vikings have Nick Mullins starting now. Josh Dobbs has apparently been demoted to third string. I don't understand what keeps happening to Josh Dobbs. I don't, I don't know if he doesn't, if he rubs people the wrong way or... He has one good game and then flips everybody the bird at practice the I next have no day. Idea. I mean, he what seems is going like, on? He seems like an awesome dude, but <laughs> for whatever reason, he keeps moving down. Or, I don't know, maybe the receivers have an issue with him of putting him out in positions where they're getting hit more. I don't know if that's it. God. Because I know that that's one of the theories is that he put Josh... Uh, he put... Uh, Justin? Justin. Justin ah. Jefferson. You can tell, man, this is a long – I did not get enough sleep last night. <laughs> Justin Jefferson put him out and got him strung out. Who's uh, Justin Jefferson anyway? Who is that guy? Yeah. So that is one of the theories. I don't know if that's true or not, but it, it is curious. Uh, Nick Mullins is going to be playing. Uh, I don't know. I, it's like the, the Bengals have scored 30 points in the last two games with Browning. In. I think he's great. I think he's doing really well. He's ready to go. And so if you say he, they're scoring points, the Vikings are not – the Vikings had three points, beat the Raiders last week. Those 63-point Raiders scored zero points against the Vikings. Oh, man. Uh, so that's how bad, just to let you know how bad Brandon Staley is at coaching defense. Just to give you that. Just digging in on the man while he's down. Quit kicking him. He's fine. <laughs> no sympathy for millionaires. For better or worse, Staley, all eyes are on you now. Take advantage of it. Take it, yeah. I have the Bengals covering this one. I do, too. The legend of Jake Browning grows stronger, and Bengals minus three at home. This one feels easy. Uh, this one seems like this is the Tomlin effect, though. Uh, if we just look offensively in okay. this game, the Steelers are 27th in scoring. Oof. The Colts are eighth. But that was Canada, right? I mean, that's Canada. Didn't yeah, they've have not been better since. Yeah. They have not because they don't have any. They didn't like they, there was no one on that roster or no one in the coaching staff who automatically was like, by the way, Canada's an idiot. Here's how we should do it. Right. They're still kind of running that offense. Like you're still somewhat in there and you're trying to expand it. Kenny Pickett is also out and Kenny Pickett got hurt. Well, it's kind of hard to completely break, rip apart an offense you've been running all season. Exactly. Yeah. So they have problems. I think that that's a Colts win. I much of my like the Steelers too. Tomlin, he's pulled out crazy wins to get in the playoffs before. We'll see if he does it there. What do you have on that one? I got the Steelers just because, like you said, Tomlin. It's the Tomlin effect. He's always going to have a winning season. I firmly believe that, and I think he gets one step closer to it this week. Uh, this one's an interesting one. The Broncos are trying to come back and make it to the playoffs. The Lions are trying to get that their season kind of going in the right direction. Haven't got it exactly where everybody thought they may be this season. People thought they'd break out a little bit more. Jared Goff coming back down to earth a little bit more this season. Just a little bit. Uh, but here's the difference for me. The Lions are holding teams to 97, 96 rushing yards a game. Their wow. rush defense is really good. And we know Aiden Hutchinson can rush the quarterback. And the problem is the Denver has been this season basically a 50-50 run pass kind of team. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball on this Lions team. If they're not able to move the ball and – Broncos rush defense is last in the league. Oof. That you think that Montgomery and, and Gibbs can go off in this game and they can control clock, and I think the Lions should be able to control this. You don't need Goff to be the guy. I hope so. And you're going to need Russell Wilson to dominate. I don't know if he can do that with those wide receivers. Yeah, no, I hope Gibbs goes off. I need him to propel me into the fantasy playoffs this week. So, so I, I, have, I have the Lions covering right here. Yeah, that one seems easy to me, too. I, it's tough because the Broncos do get hot randomly. So, I. I don't think Russ will be able to cook enough to get away from Aiden Hutchinson. I'll no. take the Lions as well. Uh, Ravens, three and a half point favorites at the Jaguars. The Ravens have the best pass rush. They don't turn the ball over. Yep. Those are things Jaguars need. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, not as mobile as he needs to be. He had to face Miles Garrett, and now the best pass rush in the NFL. Yep. Uh, not a great time to sprain your ankle no. if you were Trevor Lawrence. No. 
Uh, I, I think three and a half is kind of a silly small line. I get they're in Jacksonville, but it feels like the Ravens are going to dominate this game. I, I agree. I think the Ravens are one of the top three, four teams in the NFL, and yeah. I don't think the Jags are up there with them. Cowboys and the Bills. Here we go. Bills are two and a half point favorites in this game. Why? This is the Dak versus Josh Allen matchup that we have been waiting for because everybody compares the two of them, and Josh Allen gets a lot more love than Dak. But this season, that's somewhat shifting. The narrative's shifting in that one. Josh Allen's going to want to show what he's got. They need to win games to get in the playoffs. The Cowboys are riding high. Do they slip up going in? Is it a wet and cold game that maybe the passes don't get caught from Dak Prescott and you have to run the ball and they can't? I don't is that care. a problem? Or is this another Screw you. We're we're here to stay, T- Dallas team. Take it away, Jacob. You're damn right. It's time for a statement win against a team that everybody's comparing you to for some reason, even though they have seven wins on the season. Josh Allen has 25 touchdowns and 14 picks. He's on pace to break the record that he set last year for the Bills' interceptions. Dak Prescott has 28 touchdowns and six INTs. So these comparisons need to stop. I'm tired of hearing about how Dak is not even in the top 20 in previous years, yet Josh Allen was top five and they had similar stats. Now Dak is clearly ahead of Josh. The world knows it. This Cowboys defense is suffocating. Josh Allen's going to turn the ball over at least six times in the first half. Give me the Cowboys to win by 30. All right, so I don't think he turns it over six times in the first half. But I'm going to pull you back from that edge. Okay. (sighs) Does Deron Bland get a pick in this game? Yes. No? I don't know if he does. Why not? I think you can game plan around Deron Bland. Now, the question is, do they piss off Gilmore? Because Gilmore is going to be on digs, right? Gilmore is actually questionable. So if Gilmore's out, then then Buffalo can really do some things because you just don't have the players in the secondary right then. Right, and Hankins being out in the middle is tough as well. Yeah, and so there, there's some injuries, but they don't really run the ball a ton. We, yeah. we know that Buffalo doesn't run the ball. I, I think the biggest question for this game is going to kind of be where, how bad is the weather going to be? I know they were practicing uh, wet ball drills today. At sure. Dallas, they were trying to make sure that everybody, you know, you don't muff punts. This is going to be a turnover team, not for Dak. I'm not as worried about Dak throwing interceptions in this. I'm worried about drop balls or tip balls or things where he's putting the ball where it needs to be, but it is wet or cold and the ball bounces or, a you know, you hand the ball off to a Rico Doddle who just doesn't get a ton of carries and, you know, gets it poked out. Those types of things, muff punt. Yeah, no, I hear your concerns. Uh, I will also say for the Bills, Micah Hyde is out, and so is A.J. Epinesa, which is one of their defensive ends. So it's going to be a little easier sledding for the Cowboys offense. Yeah. Um, I still I stand by it. I, okay, I'll be less ridiculous. I'll take the Cowboys by 10. How is that? I will take the Cowboys by 2.5. <laughs> but they're, 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 they're other underdogs. I think the Cowboys, I take them straight up in this. I think the Cowboys do win the game. Yes. Uh, I Look, this Buffalo team is not – they're not 100%. They're not as good as they've been. They may come out in this game in Buffalo and go do it. The Cowboys are just playing really good football right now, and they may disappoint us because, as I always say, historically, oh, there's, a, there's a cliff. But they didn't find it last week against the Eagles. Nope. And we will see if they're able to come through. They This is a game that if there's a big game you win. You're an underdog going into Buffalo. Do you tell the Vegas odd makers – you know this Cowboys team is here to stay. It's a big game for the Cowboys. I don't understand why it's being made into a big game, honestly. I really don't. I really don't think Buffalo can compete with the Cowboys. It is because it's a, it's a playoff team that you are going into a notoriously annoying place to play in December. It's an edge of the wild card team. 
It does, they're a playoff team. I get it. Okay. How many teams with winning records did you beat this year? Two? The, the, the second best, widely considered the second best team I'm just in the saying, NFL. No, that's why it's a big deal because you don't play a ton of okay. – like, that's what my point is. Okay. Anytime you're playing a team that could be in the playoffs, that is a playoff matchup, and that is a good thing. Yes. It makes it a little bit harder. I'm just preparing myself for people's counter-arguments. Same thing they did with the Eagles. Once you beat them real bad, everybody's like, see, we knew they suck. Yeah, so you're already making them. No, I, I think it's – but this is. This is a Dak versus Josh Allen. That's the marquee matchup of can Dak go out there and be an MVP performance against Josh Allen? Can you get the ball – can you run the ball against a team if the weather is not in your favor? Yeah, it's going to be tough. That's a concern. But I think the Cowboys have enough that they can go kind of short. I think you can use CeeDee Lamb in those situations uh, where he can get out and you can use speed and try to – if the field's not as slippery, you can go out there and try and still get around and get some edges. You can get the ball out to Brandon Cooks a little bit, uh, just quick outs. You're going to be able to use Ferguson more and more as he is just stepping up. I think Ferguson could be a big part of this game as well for the Cowboys. I do have them winning this game. Yeah, this is also big because you're probably not going to get the one seed in the NFC unless San Francisco slips. Yeah. And so being able to go on the road and win a game is going to be big for the confidence. Yeah, win a game up north where, you know, conditions are not in your favor and you go beat a team that, you know, has for the past years been a better team than you. Yeah. And now can you show that you are shifting in your place? That's what it is. I have the Cowboys winning, although we'll see. Historically. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. I know one word I can say that just always makes Jacob mad. All right. We're going to take a break. We can come back. We'll get to the rest of the text on text line. Uh, if you got anything else you want to send in, 512-447-3776. And wrap it up before I completely fall apart on a Friday afternoon. I already did. Here on the Sports Complex on the Horn, 1019 AM 1260, the Horn app at hornfm.com. Patrick Davis and the Sports Complex, weekday afternoons on the Horn. Last call. So either hook up now or go home and take care of yourselves. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes till somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes. I'm very drunk and I intend getting still drunker before the evening's over. Wrapping it up here on the Sports Complex on the Horn. Uh, Getting you out for the weekend. Uh, Jacob, any weekend plans? I am going to go visit and have Christmas with my grandmother this weekend in Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, so you get to go early Christmas. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I get to go eat some good food. Uh, we get to we'll do a white elephant Christmas with the rest of the family okay, as the well white on elephant, Sunday. Yeah. yeah, so I'll be watching the Cowboys game and trying to steal the good gifts from all my family members. Do, so. do, do you have something good that you're putting in the white elephant? No, my I didn't pick them. My my parents usually buy just four gifts for oh, all okay, of us. I but see. my favorite part is someone always brings like a fart machine and they plant it behind the tree when no one's looking. So when people bend over to grab a present, you run the fart machine and. Yeah. It's solid. It is solid. solid. I, solid get, I, get, I get a nice little immature <laughs> laugh out of it every year. I uh, appreciate you guys on the text line hanging out with us. Chan does say, if Dallas can run the ball, uh, then they shall win. But he still like dislike Jerry Jones. I uh, Yeah, we're all with you. No, none of us. I mean, I he, look. He's not Jerry, my favorites. Unless, unless Jerry Jones <laughs> wants to hire me to do something, then Jerry, you're the man. <laughs> you're right. Hey, I will tell you, he put in Jimmy Johnson in the, the – he in did. the Ring of Honor. He lifted the curse. And it seems like it's working. I'm telling you, they lifted the curse. But historically. But historically, Jimmy Johnson wasn't in the <laughs> Ring of Honor. We're good. Uh, WPI Parts, guys, thank you so much for the kind words as well with you, Chief Engineer. We appreciate uh, each and every one of you that, that says some kind words to us and 
makes our weekend a little bit better as we get out of here and go back home and uh, lay down in a bed with my dog and uh, have a good old weekend. I don't plan too many too many plans. I kind of blew it out early. <laughs> we did a big party on Thursday night, so now it is just uh, rest re- and recuperation. Recharge that social battery. It will. I'm sure by Saturday I'll be watching games and be like, who's doing what? What yeah. are we getting out to? Now, see here, Chief Engineer is looking forward to a movie list from me, and he's wanting kind of a hint on where I'll go with it. I will say I am a big Christopher Nolan fan. The Dark Knight trilogy was amazing. Uh, right. What was the other one he did where they're walking backwards through time? Uh, I can't Inception? Tenet. Tenants. Oh, and Inception as well. Yeah, so right. big Christopher Nolan fan. Might have three movies from him. <laughs> yeah, do you have any Weekend at Bernie's in there? No, oh, no I don't on, have man. any Weekend at Bernie's. House party? <laughs> you gotta wait. You gotta wait <laughs> to find out. You gotta wait. wait. Alright, we're gonna take off. Uh, but everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy the football this weekend. Enjoy the basketball. We'll be back here to talk about it. Start getting into some Texas and Washington too next week. Uh, We come back next week. Until then, be kind, be safe, keep your underwear clean. We'll see you right back here 4 p.m. Monday morning, Monday afternoon. I need to go to bed. Right here on the horn. (laughs) 